What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Cuckoo Attack episode 28. We are recording now after the latest Nintendo Direct for 2022. With me, as always, <laughs> Patrick Hughes here. And special guest, as always, it is I, the cheap one. The cheap friend. <laughs> yes. <It is>. So, uh, yeah, we, we got a Nintendo Direct today, and then we got a Sony State of Play, which was announced just after the Direct. So, um, uh, I think the energy before this happened was more fun than maybe what was the actual <laughs> events, but uh, it was good to have that spirit of, like, E3 and just butting sure. heads again. Yeah, so, you know... I'd say the showcase, the showcase made up for it. The, especially the the last, I'd say the last two. I said the last announcements for each were were good. I think, and we'll get to those. But um, yeah, you know, I, I definitely think those um, were worth the show, um, and you know, we're excited for those. Mm. Yes, I think, <laughs> I think three of us are probably excited for. Well, I don't know. Two of us excited for the Sony one, and two of us excited for the. Uh, for the Nintendo one, so <laughs> and one of them is excited and nervous for one of the games. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, with that said, we'll jump right into this um, the playlist. Let's talk about what we've been playing lately. Yes, because it has concluded our summer of Game Pass, which was glorious. Yeah, where for I, I, I got fourteen <laughs> games in for one dollar. I think. You, it is pretty superb. I, I do feel a little guilty where I feel like I should give back to some of those developers. <laughs> so You weren't the one that forced them to make that money. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. To do that. But we'll see. I might gift some like random people like some of those games just for the heck of it. So <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some games that we've all been playing together. Uh, starting with me and Shad, we played the Cuphead DLC. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, and I, I'm gonna start this off with talking about how bad an original Xbox One <laughs> launch model is at the moment. Um, we originally tried to play this. Um, <laughs> I hooked I hooked up my Xbox before Patrick came over, and. Uh, I updated it. I mean, it hasn't been turned on in over a year. Um, so I was like, well, let me make sure the OS is up to date and, you know, the controllers have batteries and everything's good to go. Firmware is updated, all that good stuff. Good to go. He gets over, game's downloaded, go to play it. And it's seriously like a two minute lag between loading screens for Cuphead. Like, a not, not resource intensive, really, um, game. You wouldn't think. It was yeah. horrible. It was so bad, and and I have to like I do not remember that being the case for the original Cuphead without the DLC. Um, but again, that was years ago. Um, so ultimately, you could have just had rose into glasses, man. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. But uh, ultimately, I just ended up taking a uh, long HDMI cable and hooking it up to the big screen behind me. And uh, that's how we, we played it for my PC using the little Xbox controller adapter, which is around here somewhere. But um, yeah, it worked beautifully. And uh, that's the best part about gaming in the Xbox platform is being able to play everything on PC as well. So we had yes. that, 
that option. And then we had a uh, SSD performance and uh, <laughs> we can spoil the modern gen. Yeah, it was it was it was great after that. But uh, gameplay game was awesome. It was great. <laughs> it was more, it, it's, more it's as good as the original. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's a little shorter. We were able to, to beat the DLC almost to its entirety in one sitting. Um, with the... We, 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 like, we rolled the credits. Uh, we didn't do all the optional stuff. Um, and that was mostly because of me. Um, <laughs> we would We would go around the map looking for the battles and i was kind of expecting like a run and gun or something like that too um mm -hmm. but then there's like a ladder that hangs down like from a you know you'd think it's from like a hot air balloon or something um but when i was like no no we're not going to climb that until we finish the map and then we finished the map and rolled the credits <laughs> so we we're like all right well let's go up the ladder now we'll and see then, what that is <laughs> and then when you go up the ladder that's how you earn money to buy all your other power-ups so we beat the game with no power-ups <laughs> or at least no new power-ups no so it's power all the basic yeah yeah, yeah all the basic power-ups and then like th i think we did get like three like three or four coins like just from playing the game normally yeah. Um, so we did get like so, one new power up, I think. Um, yeah. But I, I, I did very much like the one power up where I gained health every time I parried, which yeah. working in co op worked very well because oh, yeah. I'm just parrying, saving you. Especially as much as I died, <laughs> <laughs> it's totally worth it. But uh, I think I think the best part of the DLC was that Patrick and I uh, decided to play uh, what ended up being probably the hardest boss first. Um, so the very first level. Oh, don't, don't try not to spoil it too much because I want people to. No, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna talk about that. But okay. no, I just wanted to say, like, it, it took us like 45 minutes to an hour to beat the first boss. Yes. <laughs> and then we we rolled through the rest of the game in probably like another hour and a half, maybe. But that first boss was. I don't know if it's just we were uh -huh. rusty or what, but yeah. it took us a while to start. Getting getting back into the flow. Of the that, game. that particular boss definitely had like a lot going on with everything on the screen. Yeah. So <laughs> all but, the phases and just just a really fun surprise. Yeah. So, but as usual, <laughs> the game is gorgeous. the uh, The hand drawn art style is amazing. Um, yeah, just if you love Cuphead, you gotta pick up the DLC if you haven't yet. Cause yeah. it's, it's worth every penny of like the eight bucks it cost yeah <laughs> so, yeah for eight dollars it was it was phenomenal <laughs> yeah. so we still i think patrick and i still have like two two or three of like yeah. the bonus stages like where you get the money or whatever to do um it just it was getting late and you know by that point we were just kind of done so <laughs> but yeah next time you come over we'll then finish that up so we can say it's it's finished yes. completely <laughs> I'm um, still marking it as eight though, because we're all credits. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but awesome. That's probably some of the best, especially playing like couch co-op. Like haven't done that in, yeah, probably since yeah, the last I've... time we played Cuphead, the first time. So I miss couch co-op games so much. <laughs> Are they outside of like me and you playing Mario Maker, like that one time, that was probably uh, yeah Cuphead. This yeah, it's been at least three years probably since we've done like yeah. couch co-op. <laughs> well I guess outside of like a party in Smash Bros or something like that. Yeah. But but, but good but stuff. Anyway. Good yeah. stuff. Awesome. Uh next game we have to talk about, which is actually one me and Sadish played when we went to the beach together. Uh 
we played part-time UFO, which is oh, another great so co-op game. Fun. Oh my <laughs> I have no idea what that even is, so... <laughs> oh, dude, Sean, you would love this game. Uh, we'll we'll pull I, up footage in the video think, version. Yeah, I don't but... even think I heard you guys talk about that. Or maybe you did, and I don't know. Just, you I, know, I don't, I don't think we actually mentioned really much around you, which is... No, we didn't. Of no. Us, but... <laughs> so, it's... I need to double check who it's made by. I think it's like made by the people who make those like uh, box boy games and those other like little quirky kind of puzzle games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this game you play as a UFO, and it's like a crane game where you're just trying to like pick up stuff and stack them on in different like various circumstances and trying to solve puzzles and stuff and. Okay. It's ridiculous. It's stupid, but <laughs> it's got like a really dumb but catchy theme song where you're just this little UFO going do 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 time UFO <laughs> Does it look like the UFOs from like Earthbound? <laughs> Are they like cartoony Earth? Like, no, it kind of does, UFOs? yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I picture in my mind when you say yes. like, is it like is it black and white? Oh uh, no, no, it's a color. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's very like pixelated kind of I was kind of thinking style. of like, in my mind just when you said it the type of game I was picturing was like cartoony UFO in like Baba is You engine, <laughs> like, like very like sketchy, you know. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, I it, it's like a simplistic art style. Yeah. It's, they look it's like they look like the soap bubbles from the the scrubbing uh, bubbles commercial. <laughs> yeah. yeah, from the scrubbing bubbles they commercial, the but they're so but they're in like inner to. tubes. <laughs> but they're like in inner tubes. That that's how you picture them. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, the game, is, the game is just so much fun. Part of the fun, especially with co-op, is like the chaos that ensues with you two trying to work around each other and like, no, 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 yeah. no, balance it here, and oh, no, 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 it's gonna fall over. <laughs> especially like when you gotta, because most of them does involve you stacking stuff. So like one of us would end up like supporting the structure while the other yeah, one tries yeah. to like, to, like, like nudge. The p- nudge the piece in gently, gently. yeah. <laughs> uh, and what was crazy, like by the end of the game, I was not expecting there to actually be like a boss battle, and it was like, What just happened in this game? What is going on? <laughs> it was a very crazy, climatic, and yeah. fun. I, just I actually the joined, game. uh, I think I, I helped you finish the game, you did, initially. yeah, like. Like you were at like the second I was like, to last yeah. or something mission. And then we we went back. And you're like, you know what? We were having fun. Let's try and get all the medals and Yeah, exactly. So we tried to get all the overlooked. medals. And, yeah. So, yeah. What what, what uh, system did you play this on? That's on, on Switch. It's on yeah. Switch? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're looking for a fun co op game, Maybe you would enjoy playing as the I bet she could have some fun. Is it a co-op game though? Is it like co-op only? Yeah. Okay. Oh no, no, you can play by yourself. Okay. I think it's definitely more enjoyable co-op, but okay. you can totally have a good time by yourself still. Yeah. Okay. Don't pick the. Which one? Which one, Which was the skin that sucked? <laughs> you so you also get like costumes in the game, and I think one of the very last ones is like a shiny UFO. Yeah. And what I did not realize is it makes your UFO super fast, also, and it sounds good. And yeah, it's just it sounds like, good in a time to. Time when you're trying to be like much. very gentle and careful, you're like, bam! Yeah. 
I'll have yeah. to check it out. It sounds interesting, for sure. Yeah. It almost hurt, like, so, you're talking about, like, stacking things precisely, and then what goes to my mind is, like, that stack, oh, that the, stacker the, arcade game where you gotta hit the, the button thing and is, make it stop. I should describe this you, in there. You don't have to be precise. You can though. be idiotic in your stacking as well, which, yeah. which also solves the, the... But you're, like, getting, like, odd jobs. This is what it's called part-time UFO. Like, you're UFO trying to get work, and you're like, help <laughs> like, me. It's put like vegetables back into my four or like, cards or, or like stacks cheerleaders or leaders, yeah. Okay. <laughs> or this building fell down, help reconstruct it. And hmm. Okay. That sounds interesting. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. So part-time UFO. Uh, uh what else we got on our shared list here? Um, uh, next we have Lava Evil. <laughs> Live Alive. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, so so you started playing. Oh, you you pretty much finished it. Um, I did finish it, and I, I know you had started the game before I did. But like once I started playing, you're like, all right, let's let's both get into this. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I still haven't finished this, the distant future chapter as the last one I'm on. Um, but um, it's weird. Like the game, I, I'm enjoying the short stories. Um, of course, I. I played the samurai level first which um believe is the hardest <laughs> so it definitely uh, was yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so that was a little frustrating at first because i kept dying and uh didn't really know what i was doing so um yeah uh but once i got past that i i got into the prehistoric level and loved it like <laughs> it just straight up reminded me of like 65 million bc on chrono trigger and just I don't know. It's just just dumb, dumb humor. I love the way you, they communicate just by grunting and pointing at things, and I don't know. I thought it was, it was just a lot of fun because it, then it made it more like a puzzle, more like a puzzle game than just an RPG. Yeah. So, um, so it was fun, and uh, yeah, like not really to like spoil like what the stories are, but like um, you know, every story's different. Every story has different mechanics. Um, like really different. Like, yeah. <laughs> like fighting mechanics are all the same, which I mm -hmm. honestly wasn't a fan of the grid, the grid based fighting, but I did get used to it. And, um, you know, I can figure out pretty like I it's it's unique. Yeah, I don't I'm not wild about it, but it does like stand apart. I didn't. I died a lot the first chapter, and I died a few times in the prehistoric chapter. Um, and then I think after that, I don't think I died again. I don't. I don't think I had another death. Maybe in the present day level, maybe you did. Mm -hmm. Whichever one was like the Street Fighter fighting. Yeah. <laughs> one. I, I may have lost the first battle there just because I got lost once yeah the very think, first fight I think the first fight I lost because I was I just wasn't like powered enough because it, it almost felt like a Mega Man game in that sense where you had to like you like learn the counter moves for the other people <laughs> so because um, if you looked at it each each person I guess yeah. I'm getting the spoilers but each person you fought had resistance like resistance to your special attacks but you would mm. learn special attacks from the other ones. So I think depending on which one you picked, um, you could, you know, I don't think you could really tell, yeah. but if you played it enough, you would know like, all right, I yeah, get it. Yeah, I just got lucky and was able to get yeah. through all of them. And, and that's kind of how it worked for me, but there was definitely one where, um, where I didn't have anything that was like, 
I didn't have a special move that was that made them vulnerable to. And mm-hmm. I had to just use like the normal punch or whatever. I had to use like a fighting move instead of like a fire move or a psychic move or, you know, something like that. So I, I definitely like that. Um, I don't know, it just felt fun. It felt kind of like, like a Mega Man game where yeah. you're using that power against them. <laughs> but um But yeah, I don't know. I'm still kinda of torn on the game though. Like it I liked every chapter, but at the same time, them being separate chapters that have no like nothing tying them together at least that i've seen at the moment i i don't know i don't it's not like pulling me into like what's this what's this major event that's going to happen because in my mind i'm thinking chrono trigger where everything is tied together where you go you know back in time and you're the descendant of the king's family and it all just ties together like you know and your group comes together to like save the world and and i'm not getting that that vibe from here and um and then like you said um yes I, i'm not gonna like after the next chapter based on you know what you know about me in games <laughs> like that so <laughs> yeah so I, I actually have played further and yeah like, like like you said right now if you just play the seven chapters they're just kind of like short amusing like short stories there it's like, oh, that was entertaining, but you kind of want that connection. And um, once you get past that, well, first of all, the next the chapter after that is like random RPG battles, which Chad's going to hate. But <laughs> Yeah, not a big fan of random battles, but yeah, I mean, but there's random but, battles in Karano, and I, I don't mind yeah. them as much, but... To an extent, but you kind of kind of can see them coming in Chrono Trigger, it's which true. I enjoy. Yeah, because they get the, the, the only thing they, like randomly pulled out of nowhere. It just uh, that aggravates me. Yeah, well, if you're gonna go, because I know you said you're gonna try to go back and play Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah, seven. Dude, seven. you walk down the map and it's like, it's like ah, uh, Pokemon. I hate this. I'm hoping my now that I have like a love and appreciation for the characters, I'll be able to overcome that aggravating part of it. Yeah, but... Oh wait, it it took you remake to to love and appreciate the Final Fantasy VII characters. He's never yeah. played the original. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay. Chad, have you played the original? Yeah, I, I beat it back when it he, came out. Yeah. I had it on PS One. I had the greatest hits copy when it came out. But I, I did pick up Final Fantasy VII on sale because it was half off on PlayStation, so I think I'm going to play it before uh, Crisis Core Reunion comes out. So, because I hear that I hear that's going to have like spoilers for the original story if you aren't aware of it. So I'm like, oh man, I guess I should actually play the original game. <laughs> or it's not spoilers, and it's just you finding them out for the first time. Yeah, but. I don't know. I feel like I'm doing everything backwards here. I should probably go back. <laughs> we have to go back. <laughs> Do it right. Uh, I got sidetracked. Though. We're no, live alive. Like yes. Yeah, live alive. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. So random battles. Yeah, unfortunately, after yeah, after random battles, um, I just don't feel like anything comes together in a satisfying way. Like the stories do not connect really in a meaningful way it just feels kind of like slapped together and like here you go this is uh this is it and i'm just like well that's disappointing <laughs> yeah so 
Um, yes. Because you think, like, there are, like, different time periods that it, this is kind of, like, a connected world in that sense. It's not even that. Yeah. And that, that, that's yeah. what I'm kind of, like, that's kind of how I feel about the game. And I, and I didn't even get to that point yet. Um, just just playing through, it's like, all right. Because the, there doesn't seem like there's anything at all that, like, ties it together. In, yeah. in any sense of the, of the you know, game, So. But. It was a fun, quirky little experiment of a game, but not the ending just crushed me. But I say play it until you stop having fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, can, I definitely like. I'm not like upset with it. I, I've definitely, you know, I've put like 12 hours into it, and um, you know, I've had fun with it. And mm-hmm. you know, it'll it'll probably be one of those games that's like hard to find in the future too. And I got a physical, so I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, cool. Uh, that, that's live, live. Um, and then one quick mention of the game that uh, I played and Chad kind of joined me one night for was yeah. a Hidden Folks. Yeah, that was yeah. Cool. I like it. Where's Waldo? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's just another Where's Waldo like finding game searching. So uh, good. I love those games. They're such a chill way to like end the night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is how we always end up playing it. And, and the only reason we played that was because our game pass expired like a day earlier than we thought because <laughs> we were gonna we're like, get now what were we gonna play we were gonna play the uh, escape room academy mm-hmm. uh or we were gonna play that uh what mega goose something just like metal metal, s- metal slugs goose yeah i don't yeah. know what it was actually <laughs> called it was like mega goose boy or something i forgot the name of it now <laughs> But we were gonna play that, and yeah, yeah that yeah. was disappointing. But anyway, yeah, the hidden folks was great. It was like hidden, hidden in time. If you guys played yeah. that, that was another game we played that. a lot of. And uh, this one was just a little more, like rough around the edges. But it it was it was rough, but it wasn't. It was all black and white, right? It wasn't yeah, this... all black and white, like sketchy doodle line art. Yeah, but um... it was great because it had like. Just the creator making random sound effects for all the uh, well making. The sound design is impeccable. It was amazing. <laughs> like he, he like flicks over a can and it's like boop, <laughs> and then like a bell and it's like ring ring. It's just the guy, <laughs> just the guy making the noise himself, which is really. Or just like all his little voices and stuff. Yeah, that was really like. It was great. That was a great touch to the game. Uh, and then it had, like, some things where you'd have to do little, like, interactions to, like, mm-hmm. find the items. The items would be hidden. So like, you'd, like, to, you'd like, have to fish, roll down a snowball to hit somebody, and then they're like, ah, oh, so that's where the hidden thing was. Yeah, so it's like kind of like some, you know, you, you trigger, like, a quick time event, and then it, you know, finds mm-hmm. find what you're looking for. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's really fun. I like playing it, and... Those are games I need to start playing myself because I only yeah. play them when I sign on and you're playing them. <laughs> but I enjoy them so much. I just, it's not something I ever think about. <laughs> yeah, it was just a chill, fun game. And it had a really fun sense of humor, too. I was laughing a lot throughout it. Just, yeah. yeah. I always love those little Waldo kind of books and just finding all the weird jokes that they put in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those are great. Like, even the original Wal- Where's Waldo books from back in the day, they yeah. always had, like, like, really funny jokes, like, you know, you'd find somebody like torturing somebody else, and like, you know, like not like torturing them, but like, you know, like 
holding out food in front of him or like it'd be recreating like a scene from a movie mm-hmm. or something just like little like nods and yeah. stuff or, it's always <laughs> fun to find that uh so yeah hidden folks cool game check it out yeah uh let's see next uh one is that me and sadish have both played uh i finished sadish is still playing but uh i played this while i was on game pass spirit fair and I gotta say, I think this is leaning towards one of my favorite games I played this year. It was yeah, I, fantastic. I, I, I've wanted it ever since, ever since before it was released. But you know me, uh, <laughs> had, to, had to be a deep discount in order to get to your library. <laughs> but yeah, it's such a, it's such a, it's just a beautiful game to look at. It's gorgeous. Yes, Everybody it's said very... it's like really good. Like when it first came out, I remember everyone praising it. And the and the thing is is it's it is a management and resource management kind of game. Um where you have to take care of people, you have to, you know, give provide them housing, you know, gather resources, etc. 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 But it's very it's very laid back. Uh, it, it lets you play it at your own pace and it doesn't punish you. Yes. Uh, the as, as you continue playing, you realize that it's really more about, I don't want to say story, it's more about the people that you start gathering and their own personal stories as you start getting to know them, as you start healing them in a more in a in a, in a in an emotional or a psychological kind of in a way you know um you you know you provide them a, a, an ear to talk to mm-hmm. you just start kind of subtly forming connections with them just through their like gestures or little mm-hmm. conversations and oh my gosh every game needs a hug button because it just <laughs> makes you feel so warm and happy every time you give them a hug like, <laughs> i don't <laughs> I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. I mean, I'll be I'll be vague, but um, oh, I forgot what her name was. Uh, the, the main the character, shrew? Or... yeah, the shrew character. Do you remember Patrick? Um, oh gosh, yeah, I don't. The one with the house with the with the dresser where you can change your clothes in. Yeah, I forget that character. It's a little like little hedgehog. Yeah, yeah, the hedgehog yeah. lady. <laughs> so like that first. It, I think it does. This is where like it really like piqued my interest. It does such a good job because it, she did just the slightest thing, and like immediately you're like, oh no, because <laughs> you you knew what was going to happen to her, or mm. what was happening with her, and it just it your heart just dropped because you're like, oh no, you know yeah. you know, and it's just like oh it's so well done. Um, it's very the emotional is, game. Yes, yeah. it's the art is beautiful. I love, I love the shipbuilder. <laughs> What's his name? Alfred. Al- oh, the, the shark. Yeah, the, the shark with his yeah. like horrible, horrible dad jokes. <laughs> yes, it's amazing, and I love the animation with his giant belly laugh. Yeah, he's, just, I, ah. he's so like bubbly and like like bouncy. Uh, it's so good. Like his um, his joke is just the funniest thing in the world, even though it's horrible. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it lets you take your time and play at your own pace. It doesn't rush you at all. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Like, like, ditto everything you said. Just very fun, emotional experience. The art, the music, just oh, everything about it is so top notch and just relaxing. One, one gripe. It does. So you have to quote unquote maintain everybody's emotional state on your ship. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a centralized location for it because <laughs> because everybody moves around the ship and sometimes it's like god damn it where the hell are you kind of thing so like and then you, mean, have, you, to to person, you, want, so. you have to go to each person you have to go to each person and you know interact with them to figure out if they're hungry yeah. or sad I think, just, I think like, what... yeah go ahead go ahead sorry yeah I just wish it was a little bit more streamlined in that sense but yeah. I get it in this you know where you have to like you know interact with them to you know as it's part of the game you have to interact with mm-hmm. them. so it's I, I get yeah. it from a narrative and like it can be a bit sense. chaotic but, and difficult to manage at times if you have a lot of people on your ship but I think that also works really well narratively because once they're absent you really feel that absence and it, it plays yeah, both ways go, yeah when yeah. they go away oh well uh, yeah. when they are no longer well, I don't know whatever when they you, go away you yeah uh you realize you're going. like oh my god I have so much time mm-hmm. it's just like it's like damn it's like I, I can but... fish I don't have to like run around I can actually like fish while the boat is moving yeah <laughs> I, I was gonna say before one of my favorite parts that kind of surprised me about this game was just how satisfying the gameplay loop is like i love how all these kind of simple kind of like tasks that you can do kind of layer on top of each other so seamlessly like you can plot your route and then while your boat is moving you're like all right and then i'm going to cook this thing and while that's cooking i'm going to go fishing and you're doing all these things at the same time and it just well, I mean, feels so satisfying when you're like well that's managing it course. so seamlessly i don't know or for most management style games it's it, most it's just most management style games. There, there's a rush, as in as in like you know you need to hurry to do stuff. Uh, but this, like I said before, you don't. It's you take don't. your time. Yeah, yeah. But it also I, I just like how you can kind of feel like you're doing multiple things at the same time. Mm. And yeah, I don't know. It just combines like all my favorite kind of things, like a beautiful ocean world, kind of like Wind Waker, a la the Explorer, and then like. 2D size scrolling platform. It is co-op as well. Uh, yeah, but it, yeah. it, it's couch co-op, not not online co-op. It's it's co-op in a sense of like somebody controls Cappy and Mario. I don't know. It's like it's fine. Just <laughs> <laughs> so, so your kid can have something to do while you're playing the game. Yeah, they can, they can help you manage parts of your ship while you're. One tip: anybody who's gonna play it, once you build an orchard. Uh, once you plant a tree, you cannot remove that tree. So if you decide to plant, oh, two cherry te- trees and expecting to put in like mm-hmm. apples after next, it won't work. Can. You have to demolish that, that entire building. You have to get rid of the yeah, orchard yeah. and then restart over. Yeah, so. Or so. just build a second orchard if you want more than <laughs> yeah. more trees. Well, obviously, you have a yeah. cherry I despise orchard, cherries. So the fact that orchard. I built two cherry trees is... <laughs> Double cherries are never good. 
but yeah, Spirit Fair, that, that's give it a try if you're ever curious about it, and I think you'll be delightfully surprised. Or if it's not for you, I get it, but I loved it. So, um, and the last game that we multiple people have played is a uh, Toem, which was recently a free PlayStation Plus game for this month of September. And uh, me and Sadish both played through that to, I think, full completion. Um, yeah. <laughs> I might check I it out. we both platinumed it. Yeah, based on what yeah. you guys are saying, I might, I might check it out. Especially, I mean, I, I think got you should. It, so there's no reason not to. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, the nice part about it is a very sweet and short, just like simple game. Like, you can beat it in probably like two and a half hours. And then if you're really enjoying it, two more hours to like pile through the rest of the stuff in the game. Yeah. Yeah, it took me five hours about to 100 percent it so yeah yeah but yeah it was a cool game it was like kind of like a pokemon snap kind of like trying to figure out puzzles and stuff but really kind of fun to like explore the world too and just like a really silly sense of humor um like i love i love how like a lot of the characters in the game were just like weird like inanimate objects at time like there's one person who's just like a sock puppet on a bench and like, okay, hello. <laughs> uh, There's actually another game you guys played that's not on the list. Oh, really? What did yeah. I miss? Ninja Baseball Batman. Oh, yes. <laughs> I totally forgot. We played it at your party. <laughs> We yeah we actually yeah. did beat that game we didn't we? That. Yeah. Oh my fingers hurt so much. <laughs> Thanks to not having to insert quarters, we could beat it. <laughs> and always we don't chat a lot. <laughs> I'm keeping track. Uh, yeah, that, that game is Yellow great. dude is really good for beating bosses. At least for me. <laughs> I I think I gravitated towards the. Uh, green like lightning ninja he was cool it's it's basically knockoff tmnt oh yeah. uh the the donnie analog literally uses <laughs> a bow staff <laughs> but it's like absurd which is yeah. why it's amazing <laughs> and the mikey analog uses like tiny baseball bats on chains um <laughs> so the like leo cool. analog just uses a regular baseball bat but somebody throws like baseballs too, though, don't they? Like actually throw them. I feel like when I was testing it out, like when you'd like get like a combo, you'd like throw a ball at somebody. Or maybe maybe I'm yeah. thinking. I All know. I know is is that one like aerial effect move. Uh, when it makes that that the bat hitting a ball sound is so satisfying. It's such a satisfying sound to hear. It's like as satisfying as hitting someone with a baseball bat in Smash Brothers and just go, <laughs> Yeah, it's that sound, yeah. 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 That's funny. Imagine just a whole game of that, and yeah, now you're sold. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I played that game a long time ago. At least I, I knew it. I used to have like a a dedicated Neo Geo emulator that only had Neo Geo games on it. And uh, why yeah. did we get all hung up on this game? I think it's because you made me watch Ninja. Oh yeah, Ninja Batman at the beach, and then <laughs> I was like, 
I know this is not the same Ninja Batman, but this Ninja Batman is what we need to play. I think you guys mentioned yeah. it, everyone, and I was like, or you can play Ninja Batman and then yeah. Ninja Baseball yeah, Batman. Everyone, everyone should watch Ninja Batman. It is amazing. <laughs> Debatable, but... It's, come on. Was it not amazing? Uh, come they... on, Patrick. We both were wide-eyed with jaws open. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say they they committed to this concept and and went full with it. So I I have to commend them for this absurd movie that exists now. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Who is she? Was the best line. That was the best. <laughs> uh, uh, Who is she? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that takes care of all the games that we've all. Multiple of us have been playing. There's a few games uh, some of us have touched by ourselves. If uh, Chad, you want to start first? Yes. Um, Blossom Tales 2 came out uh, last month. I think on like the 16th or something like that of August. Um, I picked that up the day it came out, but it was also the same day that I ended up getting Live Alive. So um, I played like the first half hour of it, basically just kind of like the intro story and. Um, it felt great. It felt just like I was playing a, a 2D Zelda game, so it uh, definitely scratches that itch. Um, I just need to get back into it uh, since I spent all my gaming time pretty much playing uh, Live Alive recently, so that's going to be <laughs> my my next jump. If you played the first one and liked it, you'll like the second one. If you've played any Zelda 2D game, you'll probably like it too, so check it out. And if you're an a reviewer, you're um, heart, you are harshly deemed more less than it deserves. <laughs> more of the same. But yeah, it it looks cool after it, so of course it's going to be more of the same. It looks cool. But for anyone else besides these two, that's one of the things that piss me off about reviewers. That's true. I <laughs> and, and other people who, who, who you know, who deemed to review games. I, uh, I just hope they, they review sequels for uh, God of War. <laughs> yeah, explain that. Oh, it's more of the same. Oh, it's like the the, the, the one that came before it. Well, no freaking duh. It's a sequel. It's it's how I feel about like <laughs> hockey games. It's like, oh, this year's hockey. And I'm like, I just want to play season mode and, you know, win the Stanley Cup. But I will say, though, that 2022 pissed me off because they took away hat trick animations, which is ridiculous. It was yeah, like, that is how, how do you not like every game has had hat trick animations since like Oh six. And then you get to 2022 and there's no hat trick animations like ridiculous. I'm not even going to buy, I'm not even going to buy 23 this year. Don't I don't even care anymore. It's ridiculous. I got so irritated, but I'm glad that it was a gift and I didn't have to pay for it. And it was on sale for the person that bought it. I think my mom bought it for me, so I'm glad she didn't pay full price. Because ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's my rant. Yeah. Ang <laughs> ang angry tangent there. <laughs> yeah. So. Alright, alright. Uh, let me get to just two games that I've been playing, just me. Uh, although, technically, Sadish played this one game a long time ago, I think. But uh, Unpacking was a super cool game on I played on Game Pass. It was just you take moving boxes and you take stuff and you unpack it in a room. What I was not expecting was you actually 
kind of get emotionally attached as you do this and like it tells a story i was like oh this is actually kind of cool it had a lot more going for it than i thought for the simple concept dude i've like, moved so many times over the last like 10 years that unpacking does not sound fun to me <laughs> so. I know, it was it was strangely like therapeutic just relaxing and then like i mentioned like the story like it was cool seeing how the character travels to different locations throughout the years and you see like the same items that get unpacked and maybe there's a little more wear tear of them and it's like kind of telling a story and then like all of a sudden they like move in with the significant other and then you're like oh but where's this item gonna go oh yeah this running out of space i'm kind of getting angry like who is this person that i'm moving in with and then just like it tells like a weird interesting story just through this simple act so had a cool game better better than i was expecting um although like i was kind of surprised when i recommended it to my mom and then we looked on the e-shop and it was like 20 dollars. i was like wow that's an expensive game <laughs> at least you got it for a dollar <laughs> yeah cool game i don't know 20 dollars, but definitely was better than i thought um and then uh last game i mentioned real quick is that Chicory, a colorful tale. I did play through and finish that. Um, although there's still some epilogue stuff to play through, which I think I'll actually play. It looks kind of cool. And that's like a highly anticipated game you've been waiting for for years to play. I was. I was looking very much forward. It came out last year in June. So, yeah. And then it came out on Switch in December. I just remember you talking um, about it like constantly. Like, oh, I can't wait till it comes to Switch. I want to play it. <laughs> yeah. What was funny was like... What made me very excited for it was the soundtrack because it was like amazing. Uh, it was the same soundtrack as a uh, composer who did the music for Celeste. Okay. Um, and the designer who made this game was the same person who made the game uh, Wander Song, which I loved. So yeah. I was like, oh, that sounds like an awesome combination. Yeah. And it was kind of like a top down Zelda inspired game just without like combat. <laughs> as you're like coloring the world and solving puzzles trying to navigate around this world um but yeah it was a really neat and original game uh uh the story was cool um i think it might have kind of played a little too heavy on one of the like main themes of the game like after a while like i get it let's 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 keep going <laughs> but uh it was a very kind of heartwarming game and it, it was very relaxing to play, especially in Switch and bed using the test screen to kind of like fill in little areas as you're painting the world. So, uh, cool game. I think I think it's definitely worth checking out if it looks interesting to you. So, cool. Yeah. Now I remember seeing trailers for it. So, yeah, very just very original. So I, I got to give it credit for that. Um, and don't don't. It has a co-op mode too, but you gotta play with someone who you can gel with. I tried a little bit with the dish, and he was just like making a mess on the screen as I tried to <laughs> yeah. play. I, I ended up reloading the game, just starting a new game because because it saves your progress, like of the colors in the world. And then when I pull up the map, I'm like, this looks hideous. I I can't accept this. I just <laughs> yeah, I was I was definitely the. Way the chaos gremlin while Patrick was trying to play. It was weird. It was like our roles had reversed. Usually Patrick's like the one who's pissing me off because he's he's just he 
being ridiculous and I'm trying to play or something or do something. But this time around, Patrick was trying to play and I was just like just changing his like character's color all psychedelically and, and like trying to make the most awful background color schemes I, I i just like look at the map and i see these like weird lines and traces i'm just like what is this no <laughs> that's my co-op review of uh of, of chicory not sure if i recommend that for co-op zero out of ten <laughs> too much color yeah part-time ufo yes chicory uh play that by yourself probably <laughs> So, Sadish, uh, what have yeah. you been playing? Uh, well, other than what, you know, what is it? Uh, Tome and Sparefair and other stuff. It's just been Destiny 2. Uh, the new season has arrived. Uh, along with it, a, uh, a much-loved raid has returned King's Fall, which, which I actually did the most of originally in D1. <laughs> uh, the season, the season of Plunder. Is is you know, it's all uh, pirates. it's all piratey, <laughs> space pirates. Uh, the, yeah, space pirates, literally space pirates. You get to you get to commandeer a a a space pirate ship, and go fight other space pirate ships. Sounds like Metroid. That's, I remember uh, seeing the trailers for that one back in the day. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, you know, that's that's basically the seasonal activity where you you know, you. You captain your 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 ship, and you uh, it, the space physics are all weird. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's what you do. You got Arc Arc three point They they uh, they reworked the Arc subclass, which is has has made it much more powerful and much more amazing. Uh, a lot of people complain that the Warlock is is nerfed quite a bit uh but i'm 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 in a warlock uh i find it perfectly fine and adequate uh i enjoy the being uh oh what's the word uh the empowered or whatever it's called which you know which which increases my damage and allows me to chain my my attacks to multiple people uh it's it's fun um great great addition uh great update to the to the arc subclass um, also, this season they they introduced or or uh, previewed Lightfall, which is the next expansion of Destiny. Uh, it introduces us to brand new subclass Strand, um, which appears to be like a new, like a uh, how should I put it, like a combination of dark and light. And uh, and Chad may like this Strand allows you to uh, you know. Basically, be Spider-Man. Ooh. <laughs> is that like uh, your is that like your jetpack move? Is uh like your double? No, jump it allows you to like whip, like oh. you know, yeah, swing hmm. on on strands. Interesting. Um, yeah. I haven't, dude. I haven't played Destiny in so long. Yeah. It'll also Chad to get back in. <laughs> uh, one of my one of my friends recently was was trying to talk. He's like, it's a great time to get back into Destiny if you want to play. <laughs> and uh, like, and know, oh, man. the lore, the lore is pretty pretty insane now because usually what what Bungie likes to do is they like to uh, uh, before a very heavy and dark season. Uh, they like to make uh, a much more fun and upbeat season, which which is the current one. 
because the next season will involve a lot of uh, a lot of oof, a lot of lore and story, a lot of like plot threads will come to a head with the witness and all that stuff and the darkness. Yes, so I look forward to next season. I think my my biggest issue with playing Destiny again is just like I'm always going to be behind because I don't have enough time to play it. <laughs> it, it requires commitment. Yeah. <laughs> it, what it requires is not commitment. What it requires is a group of people to play with. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, that and the was thing, and the, right. All, and the I'll thing with the my, next. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. The next season, they're going to make a lot of quality of life changes, like like built in. Uh, LFG, uh, um, looking for a group. I was gonna say, let's fucking go. No. <laughs> uh, so, so you'd be able to like uh, basically say, hey, forty-eight minutes, um, Patrick. Yeah. Okay. Basically, you'd be able to say, hey, you know, I want to do a raid. You know, how many of you guys want to do a raid kind of deal? And people, you know, uh, you know, sign up for it. That kind of stuff. And like, <clears throat> you get to, and it's built in. Uh, what do you call them? Loadouts, which everybody's wanted for a long, longest time. So yeah, yeah. yeah I'll say I, 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 I completely agree with you. Like needing, if you find that group of people that can play when you play, it's it's great. Um, with that said, I think I've definitely played a lot with people back when I used to play um, for multiple hours at night. You know, we'd probably start at eight o'clock. You know, eight o'clock at night and wouldn't turn it off to like two in the morning on like a work night because we just get sucked <laughs> in which is like pretty crazy but then like the same time i remember on like a holiday from work like we left work at noon or something and i literally played for like 13 hours straight and that was solo <laughs> it was solo it was just like i actually met it was it was solo in the sense of i didn't know anybody i just randomly joined up with these like two like british kids and we just <laughs> ran around wrecking everything and it was a lot of fun and next thing you know it was like yeah i was like oh it's two in the morning now and i've been awake <laughs> since you know i've been playing this since noon <laughs> i do have to say they've 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 gotten a, it's not like that anymore i find um like me and my friends i mean we pretty much play like maybe two hours together max you know, not every night. Mm -hmm. um, outside of that, I may put in like an hour or two. You know, every now and then, and then you know, there you have your weekly things to. You know, you you only have a finite number of things to do in a week, to to get you those items to bump up your power level, and after that, you can pretty much do whatever you want. If you don't want to play anymore, you're good to go. If you want to keep like grinding and hammering away at stuff, then yeah. But if, if you want to do, like, the minimum to get your, like, power level up for that week, then, you know, you can probably put in, like, five or six hours max a week. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, as someone who's trying to play 50 games in one year. Yes. Destiny seems like it will like that like, goal. Outside <laughs> of people like freaking Patrick, then, uh... Because yeah. definitely out of the three of us, I am definitely the one that plays the least number of games but i play more hours of games <laughs> i'd say probably it's I mean, probably a fair 
assessment. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> you know, mainly played... because I, I I stick to the long form games. So like I've already yes. put like a hundred and something hours into Horizon, and I'm nowhere near done. I'm like sixty seven percent through the game. <laughs> so yeah, I say that yeah. right now. Like you know, I don't play much, but as soon as this new Zelda drops, I mean, I won't be online. F- with oh, you guys, yeah. uh, I'll be just playing. Oh, we, 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 we got a minute. date now. I'm taking off that day. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I am too. Mark your calendar. I'm going to do it right now. Well, it'll depend because I'll have to see what kind of uh, pre order oh, I get. Yeah. This is Breath but, of the Wild 2? Yeah, yeah. We'll get to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, Eventually. It's been a Oh yeah, yeah. Let's wrap this up and and get to this then. Yeah. So uh, yeah. With that said, let's go ahead and take a quick break. uh, The fifty-two minute mark of the intro of the podcast. (laughs) Intro, Jesus. We got to get better at this, man. We need we need a producer to to uh, to time us. Yeah, exactly. You got two minutes to talk about each game, and you're done. We just need that. We just need to break it up. We have an episode that's a playlist, an episode that's a fantasy critic update, and an episode that's news. Or or Maybe we do this more often, so we don't have to pack like three months of stuff into two and a half hours. Wish the podcast were longer. We are giving you the unfiltered. Just we're giving these four people so much content at once. Okay, I I do have to say, I mean, most times, like I do like long form like videos on YouTube. Yeah. Just because I have something playing in my ear. Yeah. For but sure. it's, it's people talking. I don't really pay attention. Yeah. But it's just like people just like rambling on. I and literally it's, it's, listen. For some reason, it helps me concentrate. I listen to podcasts pretty much exclusively all day. And it, it helps the day go by fast. And sometimes I've, I've definitely ran out before. I'm like, well, what am I going to listen to now? And it's <laughs> it's difficult. So, um, yeah. But with that said, let's take this break. And uh, coming up next, we'll get into our fantasy critic updates. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Uh, hope you had a nice break. Uh, we're going to try to speed things up here as we are running a bit long, but let's get first into, uh, real quick, our fantasy critic update, just to keep you posted where we are in the standings. So, uh, first we'll start with our pickups, new games that we've picked up and filled our teams. Actually, most of our teams are pretty filled up, other than... Chad and Sadish here have one slot left as they recently both dropped a game. As of today. <laughs> as of today, yes. <laughs> they had regrets and wanted to rethink things, <laughs> make some bold moves. So, starting with edgy picks. What you may have not seen recently, they picked up Splatoon 3, Red Matter 2, which VR. was a VR, yeah. Which, no, and... I'm going to go on a tangent here about that real quick. <laughs> VR reviewing. What the heck is wrong with it? It's insane. Like, this game, from what I read, Red Matter 2 is a, a highly anticipated VR title. 
and it only had three reviews that came up on Open Critic. Three <laughs> reviews. Insane. It, it took me like a week to even get a score for it because you have to have a minimum of three reviews. But yet, I can <laughs> Google and find all sorts of other reviews. I don't know, just ridiculous. It's, it still only has three reviews. <laughs> anyway, that's absurd. I'll take it. I'll take it, though. It got me like 84 points. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go through the scores here. It did it. score pretty well. Sorry. Um, that's all right, sorry. And uh, so that's all your pickups. You also dropped Sea of Stars. Sadly. Since it announced it's not coming out this year. And as of today, you got rid of Sports Story. Sadly. You anticipate it will not come out. <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't think. I'm not going to take that risk anymore. And maybe now that I dropped it, maybe it will come out. But uh, at least I'll get to play it. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll see. And plus, if it does come out, we're just going to get more of the same reviews and I'm going to get lower scores. So I'm going <laughs> to take it. So. All right. And then with Writer Games, myself, I picked up uh, Metal Hellsinger, which should be coming out fairly soon. Um, I'm oh, hoping Friday. that the reviews yeah. come up. Uh, and then Plague Tale Requiem. And that was because I had to drop Metal Slug Tactics, which is also not coming out this year. So that fills out my team. I am now locked in unless perhaps they give me some update on Advanced Wars and I can finally drop that. But <laughs> after today's Direct, it seemed more and more likely that's going to be a big fat zero for me that I'm locked in. Yeah. <laughs> And it's hard too. You're getting to that point where you know we're in September. There's not much coming out for the rest of the year. So yeah. So, but I am sure there's something you can grab if anything. But well, I can't drop it. It's the problem yeah, because it's yeah. one of my draft games. Yeah. So I need an update, Nintendo. <laughs> Let's hope there is no update. Uh, yeah. I don't think his and... zero there is going to do any. I know uh, anything it's... for us. So. Jesus. It's it's hurting. It definitely isn't helping. Um, and then objectionable content. So this year, he picked up Curse the Golf, the Dio Field Chronicle, and then Evil West, which he also then immediately dropped today. But <laughs> he has the money to throw it around. And be like, you know what? I changed my mind. <laughs> and he also dropped Forspoken, which is not coming out this year. So. So that takes care of all the pickups. Uh, real quick, games that released recently and their scores. We had Stray in July, which got an 84. And pretty got, good for myself. And got me a minus 14. So pretty bad for Chad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alive Alive scored an 81, which isn't too bad. I was kind of hoping for higher, but after playing it, it probably feels right. Yeah. <laughs> Blade Chronicles 3. Did better than I expected. 88. Yeah, I did not Very expect. impressive. I thought yeah. about picking that up multiple times and didn't, and I probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cult of the Lamb got an 85, which is pretty decent. Makes my minimum mark on my page. <laughs> uh, Blossom Tales 2 got an 80. Chad is upset with that score. I was, I was hoping for an 85. I, I was hoping for a little bit better, but... Can't be too upset, I guess. But pretty fair. Pretty good. Yeah. Red Matter 2 got an 84 from those three reviews. Yeah. It was, so. a, it was a good sleeper pick. Blossom Tales yeah. 2 had pretty good reviews, though, too, at first. And then it was up to like an, it was like an 84, I think, when it came out. Yeah, I think and it was like 83, 84. Yeah, and then yeah. it dropped down. So. so I wasn't too upset with those two picks. 
Um, mm -hmm. The Blossom Tales 2 review just irritated me because it's like, it's more of the same and it's a Zelda clone. And it's like, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> like, it was fun. Like, I hadn't, I, I don't I don't get it. <laughs> like, it's you're, a you're sequel. Up, you're upset about the game doing what it did best in the first one. <laughs> like, what do you want it to do? It didn't make uh... it. It didn't take risks. Like, well, that's not the point. It's not going to take risks. It's literally going to be, uh, you know, an homage to Zelda. <laughs> like, yeah. If we didn't have like such a full like discussion to get through later, I feel like we should do an episode just on like critics and reviewers and like what is this? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, three more games here. Curse the Golf got a seventy-seven. Soul Hackers Two got a seventy-five. So Sadish is starting to sweat a little bit. Yeah. I think he wanted a little more. <laughs> it's funny. As me in last place with my, my final release of last week, Splatoon 3 with an 84, um, and the least amount of points in the league, I only have one... I don't think I have any games under 70, right? You're reviewing pretty well, I don't I think, think I have anything yeah. under 70. The only thing that's hurting me is that my two biggest games I picked up, Breath of the Wild 2 and... Hollow Knight, Silk Song, both are no shows. So yeah. that's really hurting me here. And of course, my two picks from last year, God of War and Breath, uh, Bayonetta 3, are scheduled to release. So I'm better. Yeah. <laughs> and, and your counter picks kind of hurt you too. Yeah. I didn't have a choice, man. I didn't really feel like what I was going to. I felt everything you had picked. Nope. Bet against cats. I, and that's what I did. I, I bet against cats because I'm an idiot. And I knew <laughs> that people would give that game a better review than... Uh, yeah, I will say, though, after the game came out, I haven't heard anything about it. No one's talked about that game since release week. Yeah, it's kind of a one-note song. Yep. Just done. So, that bit me. Uh, <laughs> and real quick, to wrap up our fancy critic update, uh, some upcoming releases. We have Metal Health Senior coming out this week, actually. Probably by the time this podcast is posted, it might be out. Uh, the Deal Feud Chronicle comes out the following week. And then Valkyrie Elysium comes out the end of the month. That'll be interesting Sweet. to see what that does, because I picked it up strictly on the history of Valkyrie Profile, <laughs> <laughs> which is a very old PS1 game. <laughs> oh dear! Could so, this be your first game under eighty? We'll maybe. see. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I'll be. Maybe I'll be playing it. <laughs> maybe you'll be playing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's better but, than you playing what. Final Fantasy, Stranger Paradise. That, that is the leading worst game at the moment. Yeah, the loser has to look forward to playing that game. So <sighs> we need. Yeah. A, I need like a crappy. We keep lagging on Chad that he's gonna be the one playing this, and you know what? I feel like he's hey, actually making hey, a comeback hey, here. No, you are not allowed to say that because every time the two I of us have spoken, you but... and including Chad, you. <clears throat> It's always like, oh, Chad's gonna lose. You, you just, you just immediately assume that's gonna end up happening, and it's like, oh. And now I mean, you, you. I mean, to be fair, he's in last place right now, so. I'm in last place. Yeah. I am only, I am only like eight points behind Sadish though in projections, and my projections are usually higher at the moment. Everything's been a lot higher than what they've been projecting, so. 
it really depends on like if your game's if, actually if, released. If, if Silk Song <laughs> releases, I'm coming in oh, second. Yeah. I'm I'm calling it. If Silk Song comes out, I'm coming in second. <laughs> Silk Song doesn't come out, I'm I'm lost. I'm lost. <laughs> there's there's a small slight percentage that I'll that I could take first, but I don't see that happening with Bayonetta and God of War still coming out at the end of the year. And you already have like a hundred points already, so you're gonna break hundred this year. I'll break a hundred. I'm I'm almost there. I'm almost there now. Yeah. So I'm I'll actually break have it. Have you broke a hundred? I kind of want to check. Her, no, but... I have like I have no. like eighty one or something like that. Ah, uh, okay. Or eighty. You're gonna do it though. Yeah. I have faith in you. Yeah, no, I'll break yeah. it. There's no, there's no way. I still have seven games to release. There's no way I'm not gonna get like fifteen <laughs> points. <laughs> Not with the game. Pokemon alone will get me to that point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so. uh, but yeah, that, that does it for our fancy critic update. You're all caught up. It's all coming down to the finish line here. So, <laughs> and then we can start scheming up next year's draft, which some of us might have already started making spreadsheets for. But <laughs> <laughs> and we've got VGA coming up. Yes. So. Uh... We'll have the uh, we'll have to get a, a betting thing on that. And... Betting special for that to determine next year's draft order, which, which is going to be clutched. <laughs> yeah, because then you'll be able to get either Breath of the Wild or Hollow Knight again, which will be the first two games picked in every fucking draft. <laughs> oh, except for I took Back for Blood yeah. as number one. <laughs> except for that year. Well, that was yeah. the only reason I did that though was because I didn't believe I didn't believe at all that Silk Song or Breath of the Wild two were going to come out that year. So fair. Yeah. The hard part about going first is like you get that one game and then you have to wait five games while everyone else picks them before you get to pick another game. Yeah. So Yeah. I don't know. Debating Breath of the Wild. Oh, I can't stop calling it Breath of the Wild. It's not Breath of the Wild anymore. Yeah, we'll get um, there. <laughs> Alright, so to the news. Uh quick two news stories I think worth highlighting before we get into the meat. Uh one Sakurai, our beloved Sakurai, started a YouTube channel, and it is delightful. I've heard. I <laughs> if you have not checked it out, oh, you, sh you should watch them. They're great. It's called Mashiro. Um, I forget how to pronounce his first name. Mashiro Sakurai on creating games is all about game development, and they're just such fun little witty videos. And they're like really short too. They're always like five to ten minutes, and he stops right there. And it's just really interesting, even if you're not like a game designer, just like the perspective of a game designer kind of giving this advice is cool. So check out his channel. It's worth it. Um, cool. Yeah. And then I found this an interesting headline. Uh, the PlayStation 5 consoles are getting price increases in many countries, not the US, but it's like increasing like $50 or more in lots of countries. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, which is wild to me. I don't know. I've never heard of like a console increasing in price. <laughs> I also saw that they like re—they're doing like a new iteration that's more uh, power efficient. Yeah, so it's more power efficient. <laughs> it's lighter. Yeah, um, it's supposed to be a lot more. Uh... It's just the internals, though. It's like the outside yeah, still the, the same. They just completely yeah. redesigned the internals. <clears throat> 
which is cool. It makes sense because yeah. they do that for every console, dude. Like every single console, they've always reiterated the the internal hardware. Make it more efficient. Make it yeah. Starting with the PS One. I mean, the PS One. There were multiple versions of that thing because some had the the external uh, Game Shark port on the back of them, the parallel port, and then like as it got you know better, they just kept the same shell and made better hardware for it. And PS2 yeah, yeah. was the same thing. I mean, I've done a lot of modding on those consoles throughout the years, so I know all the different model numbers, and they're always a pain because each one's different. <laughs> each version is different <laughs> to work on, so because of the iterations of the motherboards and stuff. But but yeah, that's not expected. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like crazy because like they're so hard to find still. And... Yeah. Apparently, and, and, and Sony's response is, let's make it more expensive and still just as hard to find. <laughs> yeah, apparently Xbox Series X's are easier to find now. Like people, like you, yeah, can, you can go get them. From what I've seen, like there's there's no issue with going out and grabbing one. So, um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. By the time like they're available, the PS6 will be coming out, and, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see. Maybe. <laughs> Because you couldn't even find a PS4 though for a while. I remember like that one Black Friday when Spider Man was bundled. I was gonna buy a PS4 with Spider Man, and you couldn't find it. You could only get the PS Pro, and I wasn't gonna spend that money with the PS5 coming out soon. And then um, you know, ultimately, I just I literally never saw a PS4 in the store. So at that point, all I saw were pros, and I was again, I'm not spending the money on the pro, yeah. so I just yeah. waited and waited and got lucky and got a PS5 on launch. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I, I can't really fault Sony since the demand seems to be there, but yeah. it's just weird. I don't know. Their their like marketing image is reminding me more and more of like the PS3 era, which was. Dude, I remember <laughs> I used to work retail when that came out and like it was insane. Like you could not get a Wii and you could not get a PS3. But but the Wii, like, you know, it's two hundred and fifty bucks, so everyone was like buying them up quick and the yeah, literally they were five ninety nine were the PS3s when they first came out. It was insane. But all right, so this is probably what we should have started with instead of doing our playthrough. Maybe we should have done the playthroughs last. <laughs> you got timestamps. Timestamps. Yeah, we you got can jump stamps. here if you want. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nintendo Direct was today the highly anticipated first direct since February. Um. Yeah, just them yeah. skipping June like <laughs> without that E three presence this felt like monumental and then sony having their event today too it felt like september 13th a day you remember <laughs> yeah and uh you know we, we really i didn't know that tgs was this weekend so that kind of makes more sense now why both companies did this <laughs> yeah and and a lot of the uh just japanese anime type yeah. of games that were shown yeah for sure so um <laughs> So I guess just real quick, uh, they kicked it off with a new Fire Emblem game, Fire Emblem Engage. Yes. So, um, Shall I cover that since you're ahead. not a Fire Emblem? I'm not a Fire Emblem fan. <laughs> I can't do those turn-based, grid-based games, so go ahead. 
Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem like it's going to be an like? exception. Live Alive is very grid-based. Yes. Like the 8-bit Chrono-ish vibes is what's getting chat through it. Pretty much. <laughs> Not uh, anime swordsman <laughs> vibes. Although Chrono is an anime swordsman. I, Chrono for Smash. Please. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Fire Emblem Engage. Um, I'm excited that it's a new Fire Emblem. I have kind of mixed reception to it. Because, uh, A, the character designs are kind of weird. I, I'm not a fan of this red-blue-haired protagonist. Um, and also, it seems like a main kind of mechanic or gimmick or whatever you want to call it is being able to summon old Fire Emblem characters into the game. Which kind of feels kind of like fan service to me. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it as, as a plot device. It's uh, like, if you want that character in the game, just put him in the game. <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of have my reservations with this. Um, I don't know. Like, Fire Emblem Awakening for 3DS is like one of my favorite games of all time. And it kind of went downhill with Fates. And then Three Houses was kind of cool, but. I'm skeptical of this next one. I feel like it has a good, bad, good, bad kind of cycle. And so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But it was a, definitely a big way to kick off the direct for sure. Yeah, it was rumored for a while that there was a new Fire Emblem game coming out. So mm -hmm. um, there were kind of some leaked images of it with a red, blue haired female protagonist, which I think it looks like it can be either or okay. in this. So those leaks seem to be real. <laughs> cool. Um, so uh, a game that came out on Switch as well is It Takes Two, or it's coming out. Um, it Takes Two was great. Fantastic co-op game. Uh, played that with Patrick. Loved it. So much fun. Um, this is kind of a similar theme, though, is that it's kind of like too little too late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure people will buy this that don't have other consoles and they'll be able to enjoy it, which is great. Yeah, um, if you don't have it, like, it's a great co-op game and perfect fit for Switch in that sense. Yeah. Um, it looks very toned down, but if that's your only way to play it, go for it. Yeah, yeah, it was a super fun game. Like, if, if you like, you know, like, Portal and any of those co-op, like, puzzle-solving games, like, it's it's fun. It's It's, it's a good play. For sure. Mm. Um, you know, not not to say that it's up there with Portal, but just comparison <laughs> the comparison of like you have to work together to make you know to 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 it made to good make use work. of yeah like co-op kind of yeah mentality and, and the environment yeah. and everything. It was it was fun. Um, Tunic is getting a Switch release, which is like something that should have been there day one. Um, yeah, that game as a like Zelda like it's like perfect on Nintendo. Yeah, it's like literally. NES Zelda like inspired, but yet it wasn't on a Nintendo console, which is kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> so again, kind of too little, too late. But it'll be great for all the people that held out because um, I, I bet you there's a sizable audience that hasn't played it still. Probably, so. I'm sure. Yeah, and, and being able to play it, I feel like I probably would have played it a lot more if I wasn't playing it on Game Pass because mm -hmm. I would have just played it in bed or something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it'd be perfect. Kind of figure out those puzzles late at night be like what <laughs> yeah sure um the surprise which apparently wasn't a surprise because it got leaked five minutes for the review 
or before, <laughs> before the uh, the wreck. Apparently, it was a uh, Octo- Octopath Traveler too. Yeah, that was the biggest surprise to me. <laughs> I had no idea they were working on another Octopath, especially since like Live Alive just came out, which was using the same engine. Um, it just I don't know, it just never crossed my my mind that there's another <laughs> Octopath game coming out. Um, but yeah, that's that's coming out soon. Um, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's being multi-platform too, which is cool. Yeah, so. well, the first one was too. It's on Steam and everything. I think else. after the fact, like, yeah. But yeah, eventually it did. This yeah. one's like right out the gate. Um, so yeah, I think a PS4 and PS5 at the moment are the only ones. Uh, there was no Xbox listing that I saw from. Uh, I think War- okay. Wario 64 was sharing that out. I think yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I saw that post earlier today. Um. Then we got some NSO N64 games. We're getting Pilot Wing 64, Mario Party 1, 2, and 3. There we go. Which is really yeah. cool. I, I, actually, as I watched it, Mario Party 1 is probably the one I played the most with. Uh, All the N64 ones. Best. Yeah. Like one of my friends from Germany, um, he was my neighbor. He was actually like, I don't know, he was in like fifth grade maybe. And I was like, a junior in high school but he would be like you want to go play mario party i was like yeah i want to play mario party i come downstairs and like i go down to his house and his like his mom would be there hey chad how's it going we just sit there and play mario kart all night <laughs> like, <laughs> or mario party and mario kart yeah, yeah. and all that stuff but, but oh uh, man it's, it's just gonna destroy those joy con uh, sticks though oh, yeah, if, sure. unless they take out those games <laughs> or they're gonna destroy all the wireless n64 controllers yeah, I'm almost tempted to get one just for that. <laughs> it's good. It's so good. It's such a good controller. Well, uh, good controller for that console. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like only at home for those games. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. 1080 snowboarding, which is so cool. Like, I That's you know cool. love 1080 snowboarding. Um, Excite Bike 64. And then the big reveal was that GoldenEye is coming with online multiplayer so that's insane man what's what's crazy about the goldeneye thing is i'm not shocked by it because um i I had a feeling this was going to happen because of a pinball thing that just happened stern pinball just announced like last week that they're going to be doing a goldeneye themed pinball machine and i was Mm -hmm. like ah i bet i bet this means that the games are gonna the rumored games that are coming out are gonna come (laughs) out now and sure enough here we are so um yeah. What's crazy to me is that it's part of NSO and the fact that they're just like giving this away for free on that when the, yeah. they could easily have like marketed and sold it. So apparently they are doing two versions though because it's also coming out on Xbox but the Xbox version's different. It's a 4K like remastered mm. version like halfway remastered. And from what I was seeing is that the online multiplayer is exclusive to Switch. So that's nuts as well. It's really <laughs> weird, like because that's what everyone was saying online. Like I was reading through Twitter tonight before what? we before we got on here. It was basically everyone was saying that like online multiplayer will be exclusive to the NSO version, but the NSO version <laughs> is just an emulator upscale of the ROM. It's just the emulators doing all the online stuff. And like people will be fine with that. And it's like yeah. the NSO, like it's the Nintendo 64 ROM. If and you then, have your choice of online and like graphics, they're going to choose the online. And then the Xbox version um, 
is just like 4K reskinned, re, you know, remastered, but it's still like not great. <laughs> like, and and the reason why people are pointing this out was um, like the N64 one is copyright 19, 1997, where the Xbox version was copyright 1997-2022. Because it was doing both of them. So that's how you know you're getting just the original game on Switch, but the remaster on the Xbox. Interesting. But both owned by Rare, so <laughs> are both being worked on by Rare. And, and uh, yeah, and Rare and like whoever owns the movie the, license for GoldenEye. Yeah. Just, there's and, so and much GM, I guess. tied into this. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kinda, crazy. It's kind of nuts. Well, I don't even know if MGM still exists. But but anyway, <laughs> that's huge. Like that's That was the biggest take there. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I'm hoping... I was really hoping that we were going to get some, some Game Boy game announcement. Yeah. Um, that was kind of when they teased GoldenEye and the little thing popped up on the corner. It had the Metroid, like, Player One <laughs> logo. And I was like, ooh, they're going to show Zero Mission. <laughs> they're going to show Fusion and we're going to get GBA on Switch. And no, it didn't happen. Yeah, so, I would have liked Game Boy games. But I, I got to say, of the N64 games, they adding it's pretty good yeah yeah they're pretty good the only thing i don't like about it is that they're going to be dripping those out between like yeah. now and next year um because it was like mario party one i think it was like i mario think one party. and two are coming out this year yeah which is then, yeah then you have like, and, and, and goldeneye and then 1080 and like pokemon stadium 2 and mario party 3 were next year yeah um but regardless, I mean, the, the value right now of NSO, I think, is well worth it. I mean, mm. it's, it's like, what, 70 bucks, 80 bucks for the expansion pass? 80 bucks yeah. a year. But For a family plan. But think of it this way, though. Like, if... So oh, yeah. that's across eight people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you can share it. But, but here's the thing, though. Like, you can... If you play retro games and you want to buy these cartridges, like to play, you're gonna pay seventy bucks for Pokemon Stadium Two. You're gonna pay between thirty to fifty dollars for each Mario Party. You're gonna pay thirty bucks for GoldenEye, and it's not gonna be online. Like yeah, it's not gonna have these quality of life improvements. Just these games alone are more. You know, it's more expensive to buy the physical copies of it than to just mm -hmm. get it here. So, and have safe states and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and of course, yes, you can emulate it for free, blah, blah, blah. I get that. But if you legally want to play it and, you know, do it, don't, then. Don't, don't have Nintendo send a vengeance on you. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you want to do it, then, yeah, I mean, it's, it's totally worth it rather than the hassle of you know i have physical consoles i know but it's still a hassle i'll still pick my switch almost every time to play something rather than yeah. up something behind me but um but yeah so that was great i just i wish they would have done game boy too like it, it it just doesn't make sense they don't have mobile games like handheld games on a handheld console <laughs> <laughs> at least give me like one day do like a cartridge do like a you know GB Classics 20, it's, 20 it's games their, or something. It's like, come on. Get out of jail free card when their Switch starts waning in popularity. Yeah, so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll let you do the next one, the Miyamoto. Yes, Miyamoto-san comes on stage and 
starts talking a little bit about uh, the Mario movie and Universal and like it's all coming next year in the US get ready and then and then they try to sell you on Pikmin Blue the mobile mobile game for like two minutes I'm like my god they're spending a long time on a mobile game (laughs) it's been out for like a year too like it's been out for a while yeah it's been out for a long time it's not very receptive or popular which is fine it's a cute little like step tracker with Pikmin I don't know it's weird (laughs) but uh, but at least they kind of redeemed him and they announced Pikmin 4 after that it is finally real and happening after like I don't know five or six years saying it's almost done We're really close to making this. I think he said it was almost done in like 2015 or 2017, something like that. It's absurd. And I'm very excited that this is a real thing that's coming next year. That said, they like showed really nothing of it. (laughs) They showed that you can now have a camera on the perspective of a Pikmin. (laughs) It's weird because like the environment that they chose to show, like feels off in perspective i don't know like it was a very like tiny fence i'm like that doesn't seem natural i don't know <laughs> pikmin are very large now <laughs> I don't know. I, but i'm looking forward to it regardless that that's the main draw of this so um all right pikmin if you haven't played pikmin before you should give it a shot yeah they're great games we got some quick some quick footage of um the mario kart 8 booster we got uh, Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Quick uh, updates on that. <laughs> Switch Switch Sports uh, releasing the golf update. It's coming out, and then um, Band out of three got some more footage shown. And there's supposed yes, to be yes. a gameplay trailer coming out today as well for that. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, and there were some demos too that came out today. Like uh, Resident Evil Cloud got a demo today, uh, which I heard was kind of bad. <laughs> but um, that got an update. Like a, a bunch of games had some some demos that released today. And, and in general, most Switch Cloud versions aren't worth it. <laughs> and then there's uh, the Splatoon Three Splatfest, um, which we didn't talk about that at all. But um, Splatoon Three, yeah, uh, yeah, just announcing the theme. Yeah, uh, that seemed to sell really well. Everyone, you know, seems to be jumping. Oh, yeah. especially in Japan, yeah. it's like absurd. I heard it was like a record breaker, <laughs> like three million, yeah. three million copies in like two days or something. <laughs> it's yeah, absurd. So, <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll mention one game here, which I have highlighted. That you have probably no clue what it is or remember, but uh, it's called Rain Code. And the reason that jumped out to me is they said it was from the creators of Doggone Rampa, which I recently played. <laughs> and just, you probably didn't hear it because you weren't listening to the director initially with audio because yeah. uh, you had a conference meeting. But yeah, um, hearing the music, it was like definitely giving me Doggone Rampa vibes. I was kind of jamming out to it. <laughs> and yeah, it just looked interesting. It's something I want to keep my eye on. It's like a weird detective game kind of mixed with like kind of persona vibes i don't know so i'm intrigued <laughs> cool. and we got the uh another surprise we got uh, the year of kirby continues with a remake of kirby's return to dreamland deluxe version yeah this was 
probably the most unexpected announcement, just <laughs> like of all games to decide to port next this Wii Kirby game after so much Kirby this year. So I think we were we were at this point when the sizzle reel started, or it started right before this, and I was telling right. Patrick, I was like, we got about four minutes left, and they haven't said anything about Mario or Zelda or Breath of the Wild, like sequel or anything. Like I was like, I don't know if this is gonna happen, and then and then <laughs> and then it was like Kirby's Return of Dream, and I was like, really? Like they're gonna end this direct on Kirby's like a Wii remake game? <laughs> like come on. <laughs> <clears throat> and um, and then we got the one more thing. There's always one more thing. There's yes. always one more thing. So uh, as soon as soon as they did it, the first image pops up, and you know right away it's Zelda. Um, like hieroglyphics, kind of mural. Yeah. Yeah, and and really like, I'm I'm watching it. And I'm like, all right, what's gonna happen? And it was kind of long. It like kept like showing just like the symbols, the symbols. And then boom, Just the door setting opens. the mood. Yeah. <laughs> the door opens, it's Link, he runs through, and he just skyward sword jumps off of a <laughs> off of an island, floats down. It yeah, shows yeah. and it shows, floats up on a rock. Yeah, he showed like the mechanic was using like the the uh, Sheikah slate to like that climb up like first time kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, so um yeah, but then the best part of it was we got the title. Tears of the Kingdom or Tears of the Kingdom that hasn't been <laughs> spoken yet. So I assume it's Tears considering they didn't show it in the UK because the Queen died. So, um, well, well, should, anytime they say this title, it's gonna have like that speaker warbled like hex like audio sound, and you're just never gonna know how it's pronounced. It's like we'll get it we'll get it when yeah. when like uh you know they're interviewing or something yeah we'll get it in yeah. the next update when they start talking about the pre-orders for the uh switch pro mom themed one so oh, but yeah. uh yeah we got a name and then we got a date which was much later than I thought we were gonna get this game. A little later, yeah. We, were, I think we were all thinking like March, probably. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Two months later than that. Yeah, so we're getting it May twelfth. So. Um, mm. I kind of have a, a little bit of conspiracy theory with that. I don't know if you want to go into that. Sure. Let's hear it. <laughs> so it's in May, which is a little bit later than we thought. And there's been a lot of Kirby this year, which is uh, everyone knows is the end of a console. Do you think in May is when they're thinking Switch Pro? That's that's kind of <laughs> what I'm hoping for. If they if if they do, which they just... which which will be after their fiscal year is keeping their word. There's no new Switch console this year. So listen, so, so listen, we've got they just recently did the Splatoon OLED. Mm -hmm. They just announced a Pokemon Sapphire, or whatever it is. What's the new one? Yeah, uh, the Violet, Scarlet, Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah, I think. Or I learned the kids are calling it Scarvy for short. <laughs> so, so they just announced that OLED model. So yeah. you know that Zelda is going to get an OLED model, but I'm really hoping. Or I'm yeah. really hoping that it's going to be the switch 2 or the super switch or whatever they're gonna call yes. it <laughs> or they just call it switch and it's got more power i don't care just um 
yeah. new Nintendo Switch. New no. Nintendo Switch, <laughs> something like that. So, uh, yeah, because I don't want to buy an OLED if the new... Like, I'd rather late. not. I'd rather not, yeah. but I know I'm going to want it. <laughs> <laughs> so... I just thought I was curious with the May release date. That that seems kind of like why say something so confidently with that date unless there's maybe something around it. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird because now we are like spoiled by this because we typically don't get console releases <laughs> like traditionally consoles were always between September and November. Yeah. And what, what what better way to launch a console than with Zelda? Yeah, they they, <laughs> they, they just learned that. I mean, yeah. you know, it's the best-selling console of all time pretty much right now. Like it hasn't, you know, beat those numbers yet, but it's 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 on pace to break like every console sales record. <laughs> so <laughs> and they did it with Zelda. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, I'm excited. It, it gave slight shivers watching that trailer, although it is kind of repeating the same strokes at this point after the past two trailers that yeah. I'm hungry for more. I want something. I want to look at these so-called dungeons or that they seem to be hinting at with like the seven tiers. So <laughs> I want action scenes like nothing. Yeah. Like nothing that they've shown has given me the excitement that the Breath of the Wild trailer did when Link was just chilling in that field and then that guardian just like started chasing after him. Like I I was sold right then and there. Like not that I wasn't sold anyway, but mm. as soon as that happened, I was like, I need this game. And then it didn't come out for like five more years. <laughs> yeah. I will say that the, the box art that they've shown for this looks gorgeous if you haven't seen it i have not i'll have to check it out oh yeah <laughs> i'll do it after here after all right we look this up but um but yeah so that was like 50 games that they sh went over in this nintendo Direct. and then 40 minutes it's crazy and we only covered a handful of them because majority of them were like jrpgs animation or, or anim farming anime games or farm simulators so um yeah <laughs> But uh, let's move on to the state of play. Yes. Um, so that happened about five hours ago. Um, <laughs> they opened that thing up with some Tekken 8. I immediately knew that was Tekken 8. I think everybody who plays video games knew that was Tekken 8. Yes. Yeah. They really trying to hide it. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I haven't played a Tekken game in forever. Um, I think my favorite still to this day has always been Tekken Tag Tournament. Um <laughs> If, if I ever get a fighter cabinet in my arcade, I will probably get that game on it <laughs> at some way. <laughs> if I don't get a board, I'll, I'll have it on MAME or something because uh, that was always one of my favorites. And I think I still have it for PS2. It was definitely like one of the first games I got on my PS2 was Tekken Tag Tournament. Because, um, I don't know, just like that tag aspect it always remind me of like... Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom and you know oh, yeah. stuff like yeah. that just jumping in and out <laughs> like I don't know it's a lot of fun so uh, yeah but uh, that was it Tekken 8 um, mm -hmm. and then I was most excited today because they said they were going to talk about PSVR 2 yeah man and they did they just talked about the games again <laughs> and that's what they the, done that like, console oh, remains a mystery I just don't understand <laughs> like they've 
they talked about games like the two last state of plays they've been like oh new games coming to psvr and it's like all right cool but what about the console like yeah like i've read the like there's blog posts that sony's put out and like there's reports of the new controller and all this stuff but like i haven't seen the headset i haven't like seen specs on the headset i haven't seen like is it wireless is it <laughs> like is like what my my dream vr system is that meta or microsoft or somebody does like a partnership where you can use the and microsoft would be the best one to do it a headset that you can use on the console and on the pc at the same time like i would love that that way like unit vr is so like niche as it is like bring it all together make it one thing like like I, I just hate that there's like like on pc i can use any vr headset and play any vr game mm. but on you know but then then sony has their own and it's like okay i'm not gonna buy it just to play astro <laughs> but like You're tempted. but i want to play astro <laughs> like it's so like i get it but it's like that is the very definition of console exclusives so and dumb. how they try to get you to buy their systems. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just so dumb for me. Like, I, I don't know. Anyway. But, As but with I'm Mario is always on Nintendo. And... But, the, but here's the thing, though, too, now is like, I, I personally, like, my VR system is so old that, I mean, it's not old. It's, and I bought it like four years ago, but like, I have to have sensor bars and I have cables and there's so many advancements in it since then that now it's completely wireless and you can even do wireless to your PC using your Wi-Fi and stuff using like Oculus Airlink and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. We'll see. Like I'm kind of like part of me is tempted to get a new a new headset mm -hmm. just because there is a lot of VR that I want to play again. But yeah. I'm also lazy and I don't <laughs> and then right now the way I'm set up I mean I could play VR but I'll have to move this couch <laughs> to, to play it <laughs> unless I run cables through the wall to the room behind me and then play in there so um, I don't know I, I kind of say I'm in the market for a new VR but but I don't know I if I can't play Half-Life Alex on it I don't think <laughs> I want it <laughs> so uh, yeah and like I, I think I've said before in this podcast, I just want controllers that aren't dated back to the PS3. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I want to learn more. You just won't show me. I've seen they sh didn't they show the <laughs> they controllers show images of it. Yeah. yeah, but like again, like there's there's no like like, like show me. I like, want to see it in action. You know. Yeah. Where's the like you know state? When's of it play coming out? What like how the, much like, is it? What? Tell me the details. <laughs> there's been no like you know. Check out tomorrow keeps... to, to yeah. get an in-depth look at the PSVR too. Like, there's there's no video doing that. Like, there's no treehouse, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, show me. Uh, it's so. just, it's been really weird how they've been handling it. Yeah. So. All right. Next, that's my rant. Uh, yep. Yep. Moving on. Uh, I kind of speaking of weird. I don't know. Hogwarts Legacy, they've been showing this game to death, which is fine. You know, people are excited. Although, I, I just keep getting, like, wary. I don't, I don't understand what its gameplay is. That's what it is. It's 
Yeah, I don't know. It seems like overly ambitious, and I'm just not sure if it's going to really have much depth to it. And now I'm just getting weirder vibes now. It's based uh, on with a movie this property. Well, with this latest state of play, they're like showing off an exclusive quest only available on PlayStation. And I'm just like, oh gosh, you're going to start like having divided content, which, and then probably like adding like DLC to this game. And they have to buy, like, how much are you going to chop this game up? That, that, well, it, that was Destiny, it, though. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a service game, it's yeah. a yeah. game as a service. So, I mean, it's, it's, from it's what I, I don't it, know. It is, it's got like an MMO aspect to it. So I think it's sort of Destiny-ish where you get like small groups of people doing raids, like, uh, quote unquote. raids and yeah. dungeons and stuff like that. People just um, want to be a student at Hogwarts. That's not what they... But I think that the, the weird thing, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I th you know what, now that I... I think of it more as Destiny. I can see that, like, you know, how each wizard may have their own, like, specific um, school of magic that they may, you know, put more effort into. Could be, like, like Destiny's Guardians class. So, like, yeah. if, like, you know, like, if you're more into, like, like, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, the plants, you know, that plant magic, you know, you could be, like, the healer or whatever. All right, and, and like you could, you know, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. So if it's if it's something like that, then I guess it kind of can make sense. Like if you're, you know, more into like the offensive magic or the defensive magic, that kind of stuff. Uh, I can see you, you, you know, like specking your your character out. You know, is so, this is this a group game? Or yes, is this I, I remember. It, I remember I it saying that you can group up. Okay. Um, and take I, on. I have like, zero things. interest in this game. <laughs> but, uh, well, you yeah. should get attention, sir, for Fantasy League at least. This could be a big weird, contender. Yeah, the weird thing is the fact that like a lot of games have tried this formula, and I feel like only Destiny has really like quote unquote succeeded in it. That's because Destiny like is Halo. Like, <laughs> seriously, like, when I started playing Destiny, I was like, this is Halo. This is awesome. Like, this feels great. And then, like, yeah, the whole, like, group aspect and, you know, raiding and then, like, the tower. And, like, I don't know, I loved all of it. But it just, to me, it just felt like I was playing Halo. And I, was, like, a and game I was a Titan. To... So I was like, yeah, I'm playing Halo. <laughs> Getting the game to feel mechanically satisfying is, like, half the battle. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that's not really all I had to say on Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, um, yeah not the too much. The thing of it is that we we haven't really gotten much anything concrete. It's still kind of yeah. we haven't gotten really any gameplay of it, so we don't we don't know how yeah. like us would interact with that game. No. So I think, I I think about... once we get that, then we'll have a better idea. I thought about picking it up for fantasy this year just because I was like, what do I pick up? What has a release date? And then it didn't. And I'm glad I didn't pick it up because it got canceled. <laughs> but it was just one of those, it was just one of those things where I was like, I don't know what to pick. And like, but then I was like, this is going to bite me because it's a game based on a movie. 
<laughs> but it but it didn't have an actor tied to it that I remember hearing at least. So. I don't think it does. No. So because that's so. that's that's what you avoid <laughs> for sure. That's that's the golden rule right there. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Uh, oh gosh, don't don't mention that game anymore. <laughs> so all right, and then ending our tirade of weirdness. Uh, they mentioned the PlayStation Stars program. And I guess this is supposed to be kind of similar in the vein of like Nintendo's like platinum coins, you know, play games, you get rewarded with stuff. Although so far, all they're really detailing is having like digital weird like, 3D models. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it, and like, and what did she say? She said that it's like a loyalty program or something. And like you play games or specific games or you can get like missions or something yeah for games so i'm thinking like trophies because that's the only thing i can like see where it can like like the existing playstation trophies yeah like somehow yeah. that will tie into their into or their, uh, nintendo into actually the, introduced yeah. a missions program recently on the switch that icon i rarely click on and that's how you where, get like pins and stuff they do like physical yeah. collector pins and stuff so and you can update your profile icon yeah, and... yeah they, have, like, they have like missions where they're like play this nso game or something yeah, it'd be like beat mario 1 1 on nes or something like yeah that. i wonder if it's like you know how steam has those things Oh yeah, if you're really they're though. just like achievements, though. Like yeah, it's weird. I, I don't, I don't fully but, understand it. But, but you can like PlayStation already has you, achievements, so yeah. So yeah, you can you can redeem the points for like for like these three D like little <laughs> statues and stuff. Like I don't even know. Like it's, I guess it's cool, but like where do you view them? Like what's yeah? I was like, what's I the don't point understand. of it? If I'm gonna have to like dig into a menu to just pull it up, like I'm never gonna look at them. <laughs> yeah, unless it's on like your gamer profile page and it's like yeah, no or point. just like part of your background, just like float. even then, it's, it does. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. So, so I don't know. It's weird. They said it's apparently rolling out like later this I'm month or November. Yeah, I think, I think it, I think it varies by region or something. Yeah. yeah, it's at the end of this month in, in Asia. So, I guess we'll learn more soon, but yeah. it's weird. <laughs> Alright, we're almost done here. Yeah. Two more games. <laughs> really worth highlighting. Um, one was called Rise of the Ronin, which I believe was this the Team Ninja One, game? Two more games? Excuse me. Oh, do you want to talk Excuse about something me. else? You 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 totally glossed over like a like a dragon issue. I will say that that game was the most like that one I started paying attention to just because they said it was a Sega game that never came to the to the West. You know like, what it is, right? It's the Yakuza series. Yeah, exactly. It's freaking okay. Yakuza. Yeah. But okay. set in like that series. eighteen hundred Japan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like it's definitely wacky. So uh, like expect you know wackiness on like the the same realm of like. Are you uh, a well, Yakuza never... fan? No, but I know the insanity that 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 lives in yeah. this game. Like, I think 
in in the last like a dragon there was a mission to freaking get someone toilet paper <laughs> i've never played them but i've heard they're like a lot of fun or like his fans or like I to love... save like a freaking crawfish i love the the donkey videos on the yakuza games they're very entertaining it, it makes the yakuza games make zero sense to me yeah <laughs> i've heard you should play them in order though if you play them like because i've heard that it's just it's just that way you can build up the ridiculousness like like it's supposed to like kind of follow a, a ridiculous path <laughs> so yeah there, there's a lot of those games it's hard to yeah there's like eight of it's them, intimidating now they like jump into yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the interesting thing is the fact the the their design philosophy of the game like you start watching and you're like it's it's an old it's you know it's like an old type game you know not old time you know what i mean it's set in you know like 1800 japan or whatever and you know samurai and etc but like but like the way the game looks and like how people move and whatnot you can like immediately tell oh this is a yakuza game yeah it's it's, it's so interesting to me like how how games have that that design the, like the like, like, theme uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite it's interesting <laughs> continue <laughs> okay yeah uh, sorry i didn't realize i know yakuza games have their fans i just have no experience so i didn't really have anything to say on it and didn't know you would have <laughs> but yeah if you like yakuza games it looks just as wacky so uh, if, if you care about the story of those games um isn't it kind of like really like just wacky like soap opery? I don't know. It just seems. <laughs> well, like um, I said, I don't know much about them. Not really. Okay. Um, I guess the next one it would be what Ronin. So yeah, back to Rise of the Ronin, which I think they said was Team Ninja. Um, yeah. So and, I'm expecting. And... I'm expecting good things about it from this at least gameplay wise because it's it cool. ninja. is this the game yeah. coming in 2024 yes jeez <laughs> that was my <laughs> definite reaction when they finished showing that i was like you have the audacity to announce a game not next year but two years who knows <laughs> yeah and that's like it's funny because like i was watching this in the kitchen when we were like feeding the kids and even vivi was like 2024 geez why would they even announce that now and i was like right uh, <laughs> it's crazy because they say that data looks very polished at least from the trailer yeah yeah that's yeah. what i was thinking too it's like they have that much like well, the thing about it is like <laughs> oh team ninja yeah, they made Stranger Paradise. Uh, but they oh, also yeah, made... like that's for more like the action or elements of that game, though, so right? Don't yeah, pick but this but up the thing, twenty twenty four fantasy. <laughs> the thing about it is that they also made, <laughs> yeah, they also make Dead or Alive and and Neo or Nio or whatever you want to call it, which, which, which is basically like Dark Souls or. Or, or Bloodborne set in Japan and whatnot. So I'm expecting good. Um, they make Dead or action. Alive. You said it has potential. Yeah, yeah it has so I'm, I'm yes yeah. potential. So I'm expecting the potential to have you know of of the game to have mm -hmm. really good um, boob physics. You know, sword gameplay or action gameplay. So yeah. I don't know what. 
It looks interesting. Like looking yes. at it, it kind of looked like kind of like a mix of Ghost of Tsushima meets like Assassin's Creed or something. I don't know. And I mean, they they did make Ninja Gaiden, so. No, no, no. <laughs> Tecmo made Ninja Gaiden. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Tecmo made it. The original. The only one that matters. <laughs> uh but yeah uh that game looked pretty cool but it had nothing compared to what was the last game both 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 showcases really all fell on their last games that they showed so and and for sony as the game that is making sadish sweat here because he yeah. knows in his heart it's gonna be good <laughs> It is God of War Ragnarok. And, and I thought it was funny that that I, I was really hoping they weren't going to show footage of the game and they were just going to sh- end <laughs> the show with showing the new DualSense controller. They have one last thing to it's show. Like one last thing to show. It's controller. And, it like the controller. and I was like, yes, end it here because that's so bad. <laughs> that would have been horrible. Yeah. But then it, then it uh, cut into the trailer. And yeah. uh, I'll say uh, it looked pretty, pretty awesome. Good, I man. really should and go play good. that. I should go you play should. the rest of that one, but oh man, it definitely like increased my hype for this game. I'm looking for uh, this is probably gonna be the first game I pay seventy dollars for because <laughs> I'm not gonna want to wait and I'm gonna want to play it. So it's, have uh... you played the first? Not the first, but like the new, the first new God of War. If this like reboot, yeah. yes. It's not yeah. a reboot. It's continuation oh, of the it's series. It's a continuation, but it's kind of like a new direction for the series. Uh, I mean, in, t- in terms of like tone and kind of gameplay, I it's guess. definitely different from right. what it's, the it's original series was. But yes, it does carry over all the history of the series. So. Yes. Yeah, no, Patrick is constantly telling me to play it, and that's when I started it, and I played like, I don't know, like four hours of it, maybe? Four four or so hours and and then um yeah i don't know I, I went on vacation and then fell off of it and then when i came back i never played it again so yeah <laughs> you, you just got weird like that but i think you'll like it i think you were enjoying it last time it was fun yeah it was fun but i don't know just like i said the story's just like i don't know yeah i just don't care about like like I think you'll mythological get into gods it. and I don't know. I just don't it's care. Just, it's just it's an impressive game as you play, and I think you'll enjoy some of the gameplay elements of like exploration, like throwing your axe, the like hit switches. It'll start and also have the a about the Zelda itch a little bit. Yeah, so. it's, it's it's one of those. It, this is one of those games where it's it's like the cusp of open world, but it's not. It, it this is definitely like an on rails kind of game. Um, it's kind of like where you have your areas. You 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 yeah. might get a little bit of exploration, just a little bit, but not to the breadth of like an open world game. Yeah, it's, it's very contained. It's very story driven. Yeah, um, and that was another complaint I had of it too. It's just kind of like I feel it's, like... it's like an adventure game. You know how to yeah. kind of guide you, but you have yeah. room to kind of mess around. Yeah, I just felt like yeah. I feel like too like every time. And I kind of got the same vibe with Horizon when I tried playing that. It was like every time the game would start going, it was like, stop, here's a cutscene. 
listen to this chat and I'm like, ah, let me just play. I just want to go beat people up. <laughs> like, yeah, like a freaking eight year old. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, I get that. I get that. So. I think part of God of War's redemption is just the cinematography is so engrossing and Kratos' voice. I could just listen to him say boy all day. Take <laughs> <Hey>, care, boy. <laughs> uh, Mike Judge for you, star of Stargate and. <laughs> and Stargate. I don't know what else he's in, but God, I love him. Mike Judge. <laughs> yeah. Like like Beavis and Butthead Mike Judge? I don't know. I believe it's, that's his and name. The guy that created Office Space and no, I, I'm I'm totally wrong. It's not Mike Judge. <laughs> I was gonna say God, damn it. King of the Hill. <laughs> uh how did I? I was like, I feel like you... I would have heard that Mike Judge is the voice of Kratos. Oh, sorry, like Christopher Judge. Oh, okay, is that his okay. brother? No, no. Uh, I don't think so. Hold on, let me take a look at Mike Judge. I have no idea if he's has family. Oh, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that note so uh yeah so patrick's gonna get some big points from that game most likely and uh unfortunately with, with his bayonet of three which will probably also get big points unless unless it suffers from the more of the same reviews of this year um it's very likely that he will be uh jumping into the lead in this fantasy league this year i'm hoping I'm hoping. So, uh, they're, they're definitely picking up the slack where my two zeros are going to be. It just so. depends on if, if um, Sonic Frontier is going to overshadow God of War. <laughs> hey, that's been looking better and better with each time they show it. <laughs> Although they are pushing that game hard. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, it's honestly like we talked for an hour on just the uh, fantasy critic and news updates, but um, it was kind of a, I don't know, it wasn't that yeah. exciting of a, of directs for each. I mean, there was definitely some stuff to talk about, um, so I didn't. It wasn't like horrible by any means, but um, I don't know. I think you know yeah. ex- expectations are always higher before and we, we, we didn't get those I, I, I find it funny how everyone was so confident oh we're getting those the zelda, zelda or we're getting that metroid prime remake and like yeah, yeah i would have liked those things but people have to yeah not believe everything that <laughs> yeah and it's because like i i totally thought they were coming because there was so much talk yeah. about it there was so much talk about it granted yes they, they've always kind of been rumored in the past but i feel like this time it was like everywhere like everyone was saying this stuff was coming out uh, but then the more Zelda heavy there's gonna be so much Zelda the more I think about that though like it doesn't really make sense because yeah they have the HD stuff the textures and all that but like they're gonna have to rework that game because Mm -hmm. the entire menu system was on the Wii U tablet so it's not I don't it's not as easy as just a one-to-one port. Like it's actually yeah. going to take work. So I don't know if we ever will get that. Honestly, okay. like, I know they've ported over eighty percent of the Wii U library, but it's not like they did it all at once. They took effort to make each of those come out. And most of those games that came out too, though they they didn't really utilize the gamepad. Like true. When you think about I it, think, like, I think like, the only one was maybe like Pikmin Three. They yeah. pretty they overhauled that a little bit because i was gonna say like captain toad like didn't 
Like, yeah. you know, um, Mario Donkey 3D Kong. Land didn't... Donkey Kong practically ignored the gamepad on Wii U. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's so much stuff that didn't even touch that, so it was like, what's the point? <laughs> so, yeah. but that's that's where I think the uh, the biggest issue comes in, is, is the fact that they put so much effort into it. And, it, you know, it's it makes sense to have an inventory, like, in your hand. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, you know, trying to rip all that out is interesting. And then PlayStation, I already went on the rant. It's like, you know, tell me about this new VR system. That was disappointing for me. Um, you know, God of Wars, you know, it is what it is. I haven't finished the first one. Um, if I ever do, I'll definitely pick up this new one because it looks, it, looks it, good. Yeah. So that's the big... It's, it's tempted you to go back. It's done its job. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. I gotta finish uh, Live Alive and Blossom Tales 2 first before I consider playing anything else. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think that wraps it up. Uh, another long one, so enjoy the uh, the content, you four people out there. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll get we'll get another one going. Hopefully not in three months. I know we say that like every time, but uh, that's hey, mostly, only two months this time. It's mostly my fault. Um, I'll, 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 Honestly, it's yeah. been a kind of slow summer. Yeah, so. it has because we didn't get like uh, even even over E three like we didn't get a lot of news from other like wow. stuff either. So, I mean, it's been the perfect summer for like catching up on your backlog. But other than that, yeah. So <laughs> maybe we'll try to do some more like you know not news heavy episodes, and because obviously yeah. our playlist can be a podcast by itself. So. We'll uh, just have philosophical discussions about why 2D games are worth 60 bucks or something. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> Most of them are. But, <laughs> but uh, with uh, that, um, yeah, we'll see you next episode. Thanks for listening. Happy gaming. See you all next time. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>